First and foremost, I hope you're having a fantastic holiday. Uh, just personally, for myself, got back from a trip to Disney World, and it is fun, but also exhausting. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome to be out there with the family. It's actually a really cool experience to do the Disney's uh, Mickey Christmas. If you've never done it, I highly suggest it. You're going to have way way too many cookies and a whole bunch of delicious hot chocolate for free throughout the park. I say for free, you pay for it in the fee, but whatever. It's delicious and worth it and a lot of fun. My kids absolutely loved it and we do it. This is the second year we've done it. I think we're planning on doing it again next year. Anyway, uh, it is exhausting though. Um, Disney World is extremely exhausting and my feet are still sore. Uh, it'll definitely test your stamina. <laughs> and I, I apologize if I sound a little bit muffled. I am feeling a bit under the weather, but I'm pushing through and moving on. <laughs> if you didn't know already, uh, this has been a very special year for this podcast and for myself. Lots of just cool, unbelievable growth. Uh, thanks to all of you listening in and engaging on social media. I just, yeah, I've, I've loved it and I've been super appreciative of it. The podcast, like I said, itself, uh, I say I love it, but it, it's been an absolute blast for me. Uh, I usually, personally, I don't, I don't check all the time to see, hey, how many downloads each episode is getting. Uh, usually I'll just look at it and say, hey, how many episodes, uh, how many downloads in total am I getting? Just gives me an gauge of how much more what I got to do to continue to grow uh, and provide relevant and good content for people so that you guys keep listening. Um, but for once, uh, actually when I was out on our little family trip, I, I started thinking about it a lot on how each episode uh, works and how each episode gets downloads. And I thought, hey, for the last episode of this year, why not do a top 10? So I did. <laughs> I went through and looked at all the episodes for this year in 2023. And I picked out the 10 episodes that have gotten the most listens or downloads, I should say, for the entire year. So we're going to start at 10 and work our way back with just one clip per episode. And just a few things to note. I won't be chiming in in between each episode. So, so if you if you need to track it on your own or if you're listening on audio only, you might be better off if you check it out on the video version, which is all on athletes.tv. I'll be dropping the link in the channel so you can actually check that out. And again, I think going through these was just a lot of reflection. And I was just, I don't know, it, it, part of me just felt super humble and appreciative to have all the guests that I've had on here. They're amazing. Each one of them just provides such great information about so many things. And what's cool about these particular clips that I chose is, well, almost all of these clips. Uh, one of them is just a funny insight that I share. Uh, surprisingly, that episode got as many downloads as it did. <laughs> but uh, the rest of those episodes and the clips of those episodes are towards the end of each of the episodes where I specifically ask our guests to share 
advice or insight on what they believe to be an important part of the recruiting process. So get your pen and pad out or pencil and paper, take some notes, check out the compilation of episodes and let's get you recruited. Well, I, I don't know if I can really say it in one thing, but I, I would say, first of all, um, believe in yourself, right? There's, there's, there's windows out there. There's opportunities that are out there. Um, you got to continue to just, you know, grind through the process. And when I say that, you got to grind through it um, in your off season. You got to grind through it during your season. Uh, you got to grind through it from an academic standpoint, and you got to grind through it from a social standpoint. I just you got you have to work, and, and I would encourage you to set those goals, goals that are, are obtainable, but yet hard to get, right? Mm -hmm. And and you will fail on some of them, but you'll make a couple of them. And you'll be like, I got this. Yeah, you know, I'm getting better. Um, it's not that you know I'm gonna I'm gonna squat 500 pounds when I can squat 300. Pounds. It's not that. It's I'm gonna squat 315 pounds in six months or yeah. two months or whatever you're going to be, set those goals and, and baby step. And then, you know, work to be um, a teammate, right? Work to get the kids around you um, that you're involved with uh, to have fun, to enjoy your opportunity, whether I don't care if it's baseball, softball, basketball, track and field, uh, football, whatever it is, um, enjoy your teammates while you're there. And, and continue to fight and, and grind to get where you want to be and be, just be the best you. And then the last thing I would say is just work your tail off to stay positive, right? Yeah, I mean, it I, I, doesn't matter what you do. I mean, every time you push send on your phone or whatever it is, you can get something positive or something negative out of it. And, and if you're allowing people that, um, I'm assuming they're people with this new thing, okay, I, I call it Al. Because the first time it <laughs> popped up on my phone, this is the truth. First time it popped up on my phone, it popped up on my Snapchat because I have a Snapchat with my grandkids, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at the Snapchat and, and the kids are all, um, they're all over here at uh, for Sunday dinner. And I'm looking, I'm like, why is this owl person freaking <laughs> hitting my Snapchat? I don't even know who it is. And then she yeah. grabs me and goes, what are you talking about, Dad? And he goes, that's AI. I said, okay, what's that? So that's how that's how naive I am. That. <laughs> it's all right. So anyway, going back, going back to what we're talking about. Yeah, we, we learn something every day as old people, right? We, we yeah. keep ourselves moving and shaking and try to stay with up with the youngsters. But I think where you gather your information from is so important, right? And if you're if yeah. you're gathering your information from people that you don't know, whether it's whether it's patting you on the back or telling you great or telling that you're horrible, well, why would you listen, right? Because they don't know you. And they have, they should have zero, zero, zero influence on your life. Yeah. And that's, you know, people will come back and, you know, you, even you watch sports every single morning, right? And these guys jump on and they get paid tons of money to jump on ESPN in the morning and just browbeat one guy. And then they'll come back the next day and they'll, they'll tell me he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then they'll come back the next day and they'll browbeat this guy. And it's just like, I get, the people love it obviously because they get paid a lot of money to do it. Kudos yeah. to them. They, they got the job they want, they work to do it. So, I think those are a few things. You know, again, you know, be you, set some goals, uh, be careful 
where you get your advice from and hopefully it's from people that you love and appreciate and care about and giving you advice to help you continue to grow and, and move forward. And you know, it, it doesn't always work out, right? If it's, it's, it's not working out for you where you want to be, then you know, restructure yourself a little bit, get a, get a new goal set and don't feel yourself as a failure. Just look at yourself as there's a new opportunity and I got to reset myself and go find that opportunity. Yeah. Be love positive. It. Be positive. Write it down on a card. Put it on the top of your ceiling in your bed. When you wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you see. Big sign that says, be positive. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, I would say make yourself, make yourself known. What I mean by that is those coaches – they give you cards. Hey, call me, text me. And, you know, I've asked them how many of the coaches or kids actually do. And it was like, not that many, but the ones that do reach out, we know they're like really serious about, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But just be, be presentful when you have that opportunity to present yourself either in a conversation or physically, you know, showing yourself what you can do, just, you know, be ready. Um, and like I said, just know, know that you're going to be told that you're not good enough. When you start the recruiting process, some coach, some school, somebody is going to come yeah. and look at you and say, you're not good enough. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. That's totally okay. Um, but if I had to get like finer points, I think you've probably, I don't know if you've touched base on this or not, but obviously when a coach is recruiting a player, they like, they want to watch their film and they break the film down and like, all right, they look at the highlights, but then the, it's the game film, right? Fra I like Frank yeah. Frank Miley, dude, I need to see it. Don't send me highlights. Send me the game film. That's all yeah. That's all he wants. So I try to explain to some of the kids that are getting recruited, you have to realize like a game is like a job yes. application for you. Like if a coach is going to break down your game, he's going to watch your game, and that's your job interview. How you do on that job interview is up to you, right? But what you put on that film, like Coach Vice used to say this all the time, the eyes in the sky never lie. So whatever yeah. the film shows, right? So do you want to have film of highlights or do you want to have film of games? So if you have good games, I'm telling you, you will get recruited. And I can't tell you how many coaches send me the game film. I don't want the highlights, Brent. Send me the game because they know what you can do. They, they Highlights are all highlights. They want to see what you look like after you just got beat or after you just, just jumped off sides or – after you know you just dominated this fool, what are you yeah. gonna do on the next play? Yeah, absolutely. So no, I, I think game film is huge compared massive. to high. everyone. Everyone wants highlights, right? Highlights. Yeah. Highlights are made to make people look good, right? Yes. But game film, game film, game film, game film is so much more important that I that I have learned than highlights. You're 100 right. I've had I've had. Multiple so you've probably seen social media posts with players that take a photo of like all their um, letters that they just got from a you know college program and some insight there. Actually, I'm going to provide some insight on that one. So every program, every good program, well, honestly, every program I've been to, um, <laughs> they will have a staff meeting. And at that staff meeting, uh, it'll be literally everybody, you know, all the coaches, all the support staff, everyone will be sitting there. And there will be stationary. So there'll be different types of cards with, with school logos on it, pictures, whatever it might be, all lining in the middle of the table. And there will be Sharpies for everybody to use. And everyone will have to pull out, you know, five or six cards. And there will be recruits on each uh, board, I should say. Eric uh, said every recruiting room looks a little bit different, but for the most part, they're all the same. Everyone has some type of board. And a coach will go up. 
the recruiting coordinator usually will get up and he'll write names of all the players that he wants all the coaches to write. And it'll be like normally about four or five players per staff meeting. And you have to sit down, grab your stationery, so grab a couple cards and write a personalized letter to each one of those recruits. And then they take all those, they usually give it to some sort of assistant or like a recruiting assistant or even the receptionist, and they'll put them all together, mail them to you directly. So when you see those uh, photos on social media of a recruit that's like, hey, so big shout out to, you know, whatever, Texas A&M for sending me all this love. And they have all these, you know, cards on their bed and they have took a big picture of it. And it's all from all the coaches there. That's what happened. That's what happened. All the coaches were sitting in a staff meeting, griping about the staff meeting, um, tired because they don't actually want to be there. And <laughs> I'm totally joking, but not really. Uh, they were just writing letters uh, for probably the first you know, 10 minutes of that staff meeting, just writing letters by hand. Um, and if you'll notice, if, if you actually read through it, uh, there's, a, there's a vast majority of coaches that always write the same thing in that staff meeting. So if you actually coordinate... <laughs> Uh, somehow getting letters, like if you and a teammate get letters from the coaching staff, uh, unless the coaching staff's actually mindful of it, which we I have been on staffs where they're like, hey, make sure you're not writing the same thing. But <laughs> you'll get um, players that will receive, even if they're on the same team sometimes, the same note from the same coach. So just a, a funny little... Uh, there's a lot like yeah there's a lot and one of the things i would say is like in this format it's different yeah but like i will say this to 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 people who come into my office or i meet and and, and do recruits of all different sports you know literally like swimming yeah sling basketball football you know uh for the sports i take care of up here but the biggest thing in this one where maybe it's just because it's fresh in my mind uh, for for some of the situations, like you're going to move away from home, like it, it, like you need to, and that's a good thing. Like yeah. part of growing up is leaving home, leaving the nest. Yeah, you need to leave home, yeah, mentally and physically. Yeah. And that doesn't mean like one one thing I would say like for my like that I think that was a little bit easier for me like for some of the situations I had like before going to college. Um, living in different places, living in a different country. I mean, all yeah, that stuff, sure. yeah. it, but it's still one where like the biggest issue you have will have is if you are at home and then the, the, a, a side, a sidebar to that would be when you're at home in high school, do things for yourself, wash your clothes, make food, like clean up your room. Like don't let your mom and dad or aunt and uncle or grandma and grandpa do everything for you learn to be a little bit independent and the biggest struggles that individuals have when they transition into college, generally speaking, is they go and they're in a situation where they got to kind of handle themselves a little bit and either they're still attached at home, whether that's a significant other or mom and dad or siblings. And 
and when I say that, I don't mean to say, okay, you need to cut off all ties and never talk to anybody, never talk to your high school teammates, or never go back to your high school and watch a football game or basketball game or whatever it is. No, no, no. By no stretch of the imagination. You'll always have those relationships. They will be there still. But it is okay to open yourself up to new experiences. It is okay to say, hey, you know what? I am going to be where my feet are and be invested into this. And and I get that that's very difficult when you move away from home or you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, a significant other. And that that relationship is, is, you know, strangely enough, at 18 years old, I'd be like, usually is not life change is no. not the one. It usually may feel like it. It, it may, may feel, feel like, like it. Yeah. But it's also one more. If it is the one, if you're going to make the choice to go to a college and participate in a sport, give yourself the opportunity to actually do that and yeah. don't and, and commit. Yeah. Like that seems like a weird thing, but like there's a lot of individuals that love being recruited, but you have to actually commit. Like, yeah, and, and straight, like I'm pretty sure, like you heard Coach Simon say this a million times. I've said it myself a hundred, maybe a hundred times, and maybe not a million times. But like, you know, the recruiting process was us recruiting you. Now, when you get to campus, it's you recruiting the coaches. It's yeah. you as a player, in turn, buying in, investing into the system, yeah. and and becoming a part of the team, the unit, the organization. And I would say one of the bit that's the biggest struggle is like individuals of all different ability levels, whether good, you know, scholarship guy, whether walk on kid, whatever you have like at some point you have to to cut cut ties a little bit proverbially or, or figuratively and and just allow yourself to be in and immerse yourself in that college experience yeah all right, that's a and if you do it guess what those relationships are still there and they'll be better off for it yeah and i think the the biggest thing i had to realize in my transition even though what's funny about mine is it was only at the time was a, a you know almost two hour drive it's a little yeah, bit lower. not very far. Yeah, not very far. But it was it was difficult. But freshman year is difficult. Like that transition and and yeah, poor, poor choices made for sure a couple times on my end. But for the most part, well, and, and you think about that transition too. Is you went from you know unless I don't know what high school did you go to? I went to Provo High School, oh right across the street. Bulldog, from, right, I was you're the Yeah. Um. But you went in high school to yeah. being. One of, if not the best player on your team. Well, yeah, one of. One, one of the best players. Yeah. You had really good players. To go into college where everyone was the best player on their team. Yes. And no matter what you thought you think you did, the intensity and level of athleticism and strength and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, like, let's say you go into fall camp in that first practice or that yeah. first training session, you sit there and there's a fifth year senior. Oh, yeah. They've had that they've got five years of grown adult training in them. Oh yeah. That's intimidating. I I remember that's having hard. to line up. That's very, very hard. Yeah. I had to line up against uh, uh Frank Miley and, and during camp and being like what? Frank Miley being uh the D line coach at Washington State right now. That that same <laughs> that, Frank Miley, correct? Same Frank Miley. And guys guys like uh wow. Jacob Hutton. I don't know if you remember Jacob Hutton. Yeah, he owned, uh, he's a part owner. I don't know. If, or maybe he's an owner down, I believe it's a fitness culture down in St. George's. Yeah. Gym down. He, that, guy, that guy's a freak. He, uh, he is a physical freak. <laughs> freak. 
freak. So, I mean, as, at one point, I swear I saw him like overhead squatting something like four, 400 pounds. I don't know what is crazy, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, going up against guys like that. Yeah, but you take all that. And, and that's yeah. one of the things that like is hard. And, 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 and the flip side, if you're a parent, yeah, as much as you love little Johnny, and I'm a, I'm a parent. I've got a 14 year old. Like, yeah. I would say like she's gonna have a little different experience in like this recruiting process, like because she will have been de-recruited from day one. <laughs> yeah. As much as you love little Johnny, yeah. little Johnny may not be the best. Yeah. Little Johnny may not be telling you the full truth when he complains about what he's what he's going through. That's right. Or true, when true. he says, "Well, here's this." Little Johnny, at times, may actually like. He, he may not be showing up for class. He may show up late for workouts. He may do this stuff because he's being irresponsible. Yeah. And he will call and complain. And, and it's hard to hear that. And, and I'm not saying this is every parent. I'm not saying, but it's also one where it's like, you know, the the ability to say, hey, you know, you got you to own, you got to grow up, you got to do this stuff. You got to, you know, if you make a mistake, you got you to gotta be accountable. You yeah, got to be responsible. accountable to it. Yep. And, but the ability to to take that step back and not try and solve their problem, but hopefully coach them through as a parent or, or push them to help handle and take care of their own problem, be self-sufficient. But like I say, if you're in high school, start doing that now. Yeah. Like don't have your parents solve all your problems. I would say that to the parent too. Don't yes. try to solve all the problems. Yeah. And guess what? Like, cause, cause here's, here's the thing. What, and I know this, yeah, like on the college side of things, if parents are calling, you know, trying to like, that, that doesn't usually work out so well. No, it doesn't. I know exactly what you're saying. If if uh, if you're more invested than your child, you may want to rethink rethink things a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'm with. Um, I just encourage every single athlete out there to not leave any stone unturned. There's so many opportunities out there and you just never know when it's going to come and you don't want to miss that because you were, you know, kind of lacking focus or something, whatever comes down the line. Um, but yeah, always, always keep your head on straight, focus on what's important. Um, cause honestly, I mean, Naki, he saw me as a freshman. I was not what I needed to be. And I, I regret that. I think I would have had a another opportunity, like another year to play with Naki if I was able to do that. But um yeah, I mean, honestly, I I, I was literally the last guy I was picked to do the stadium runs. Sometimes I had to do it on the side by myself because I was so <laughs> out of shape. But man, okay. that, that was the biggest wake up call I've ever had in my life. I actually um, remember that. When we were, yeah. it was it was in that uh that what was it uh southeast corner yeah. where we ran that mm-hmm. side of it, and so nobody wanted, nobody wanted to pick Tyler because <laughs> nobody. Oh my gosh, I literally had to run by myself, <laughs> and then the losing team had to do the extra one, and I was automatically in it because nobody because nobody wanted to pick you. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I do remember yeah. you running on the side. It's okay. Look who you are now, bro. It don't matter. Oh. I had to be kicked in the butt a couple times, but That's we're right. good. Well, I love it, bro. Much appreciated. 
you know, take care, take care of schoolwork, um, play multiple sports if you can. I know a lot of people are just focused on one. I, I mean, and that's just, just my little spiel. I, I love multiple sport athletes. I think mean, that's, it's still important to just do that and don't wear yourself thin, man. A lot of people, um, a lot of people are doing 50 million different seven on seven camps. And then by the time they come to their, you know, into their actual season, they're just, they're just worn out and all footballed out. I mean, it's, it's uh, the day and age has changed a little bit where as kids, we used to have summers off and we just, you know, show back up for fall camp and, and start playing ball. But now it seems like a lot of kids are just worn, worn to a bloody stump by the time the season comes around. So just, just be smart with how many camps you go to and, and uh, take care of schoolwork and just keep working hard. And like I said earlier, if you want to play ball, there's a place for you. There is a place for you, man. There's so many schools and options all over the place. And, and, uh, it's a, it, it'd be a great, great uh, experience for you, you know? Um, learn, learn and learn and learn and uh, learn, learn the things the other guys aren't learning and um, like take the criticism. Mm-hmm. It's part of learning, you know, um, and keep your head up, find the support system you can, cause it can be pretty rigorous. Um, you know, especially thinking someone who might be going in my route, like you gotta, um, I don't even know if I'd call it confidence, <laughs> just, yeah. you just gotta keep going, you know, like, um, I was actually like, not to take too much more of your time, you know, yeah, but, right. uh, let's go, man. I mean, seeing, seeing some of those guys, um, at homecoming that I played with and they're so huge, like, so, you know, some, some players are just so huge and we're down on the, uh, the sideline and, um, I remember my first time realizing how small I was. Um, yeah. Cause I, I always knew I was small, you know, it's not like I, you know, felt bigger, but um, the, the lob center, the indoor facility was locked and yeah. I was right by the door and we're waiting for it to get unlocked. So the whole team's like kind of gathering around me and I don't realize it. And someone said something funny and I turned around to see who said it laughing. And <laughs> I felt like they're just trees, like, <laughs> shadowing over me and I, I was just like whoa like i am so small yeah but you, you just just keep going at it and it becomes just normal you know like while i played i never felt small you know it's not like i felt huge i just i just played you yeah. know and, and then you step away from it and you go damn they're big <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know just just you know keep keep working um be a smart player be something that you know, the next guy isn't. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it, man. That's the, that's the whole, uh, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog deal. Right. Yeah. It's the, yeah. The, you, you, you live your life that way, brother. You don't even know it, but yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and, and keep good people around you like Naki here. Hey, like, I appreciate hey. that. Yeah. So, it, so it, it's kind of a tricky space for me, man, because, um, uh, working in college football, right, for nearly 15 years, <clears throat> I was not a big fan of these companies that would say they could, they would help you, your kid get recruited. Mm, yes. And they, and they would they would charge like these massive amounts of money when the parents can actually do the work on themselves, work for themselves, right? Yeah. But, you know, like, you know, and, and during my time in college football, like I always helped families, you know, yeah, I, I help kids get recruited even when I, even if I wasn't going to recruit them to Texas, yeah. right? 
But once I got out, um, they killed too much of my time. And, and, um, and, but then I realized, and I realized they didn't want my 15, uh, they didn't want 15 minutes of my time. They wanted my 15 years of experience. Yeah. Right. True. And, right. And so, um, I, I thought <clears throat> what parents, what, what parents really need, um, they need to get their kids evaluated mm-hmm. and they need to learn the range of, of schools that they should focus on. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I'm actually in the process of starting like a consulting business where yeah. I'll evaluate the tape and then I'll help them and say, hey, like, I watch four of your son's games, right? Uh, I have the height and weight. Um, I have all the context that I need, right, to figure yeah. out. Um, um, and then I help them save time, money, and effort because if 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 I can help you um, – not spend money going to a Stanford, a Texas, an Oregon camp, and have you focus on Fresno State, San Jose State schools like that. Yeah, I I helped you save time, money, and effort, right? Hundred percent. But but the thing is though, like, it's got to be affordable though. Yeah, like, I, can't, I can't be ripping people off because like, because it's funny that I'm even gonna get into this space, but um, I just see so many families um getting ripped off. Yeah, but but they also can't rip me off with my time. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you know what I mean. And so, like, extremely fair. Yeah. So whether they come to me or or anybody it was because that's because that's what I did with my daughter. Yeah, I took her to a former D one coach. Said evaluate my daughter, help me save time, money, and effort. Yeah, that's what I did. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think if families could, especially if you're Polynesian, yeah, man, you know somebody that can evaluate something. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Because like everybody gets caught up in the process. Yeah. Do this, do that, do this, do that. No, like figure out your son's potential first. One hundred percent. And then you can come up with a plan. Yeah. So, so if people would just do that, get their kids evaluated by someone who's been there, done that, it yeah. will help their process go much smoother. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna add this in here because uh, I've I've dealt with it since I got out of collegiate athletics, and I already know you probably have too. But if I'm going to give you and, and in your shoes right now, if if I'm Jake Longy and I'm going to give you parent some feedback or student athlete feedback on what I think your potential is, be ready to accept it. Absolutely. Like, yeah. be ready. Like, don't like, again, this is this is coming from from 15 years of experience, 15 right. years of experience. Right. That's great feedback. That's seen it from a high level. That's seen it from that that went through the grunt work of an FCS program, like all aspects of it, man. So to, to come in and get that experience is extremely valuable. It's worth it. Absolutely. Right. However, when, when the feedback comes back, be ready. Like if something comes back, I think the big, one of my biggest pet peeves, if I say, Hey, you know what? Like, here's what I see on film. This is how I evaluate you. Here's a few things that I believe that you can work on to, if you say, if you're, if you're a mid-major kid and you're, you're trying to be a power five kid, like here's the reality of it. And here's some things that you need to be working on. And if, if I say, here's some things you need to be working on and you're like, man, like you don't know. I'm like, dude, come on. So that's, I think it's my big, I do. I love that. You're going to do that. For one, because the the experience backs up the the value for sure, right? And but just parents need to be accepting of it. So yeah, well, I I think too, um, people don't always respect free. 
Yeah, very true. Very true. And so, so that like when they pay for it, they're yeah. going to be more invested, yeah. right? Because like, well, families wasted too much of my time, yeah. and they they made the same mistakes that I see often. Yeah, and I I, I don't want to. And I'm in the back minding my own business, but I'm like, yeah, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so, but like, yeah, I, I realized that um, like you pay what you get for, you get what mm. you pay for. And yeah. sometimes free is not good. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I, it's funny because I didn't really think about so much like the, the transition piece. I didn't think it was yeah. that was as much of a topic, but it, I think it is. But, you know, I think that, you know, I think really honestly for, for student athletes out there, um, you know, my my I guess my 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 advice and my my encouragement would be to really understand that you truly are more than just an athlete. Right. Yeah. Like I think that um, I think that that's an important piece. It's an important piece of your your identity. And I get that. Right. And we don't want to ever downplay that. But just to understand that man, we, we we've been created for so much more yeah. and what we get to do from an athletic perspective and our athleticism and the God given abilities that we have in that space. It's a platform. It's a platform to do great things. It's a platform to do to do excuse me, great things, other things, right? And it really does aid in our transition. I really do think it does aid in our transition. Um, but when we get to the point to where our identity is solely in one thing, yeah. whatever that one thing is, once that one thing's taken away, right? Like it's it, it it's hard to transition. And so you just just be and be encouraged, right? As you as you, you know, you compete day in and day out and 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 all these different pieces that you're 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 well balanced in, in, in your approach and, and and you know that you truly are are more uh, more more than an athlete and you um you can achieve anything that you want to achieve, right? And and um and you know just be just be encouraged with that. Um because the transitions are gonna happen and it's gonna be yeah. tough. There's gonna be opportunities. I mean, I was an injured student athlete, right? You want to talk yeah. about you know, your identity being, being taken away, you know, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't run. And when I came back, I was afraid that my 40 was going to be too slow. And, you know, after seven knee surgeries, all these different pieces, um, but it really shaped, uh, you know, shaped me to the, to, to the, to the man I am today. And, um, you know, just, just be encouraged by that. Oh, I mean, it's, it's so easy for me to say, just do good in school. <laughs> Obviously that's really easy for me to say. It seems like a cop-out answer, but this, the truth it is, is, it's a cop-out answer. It really is. But I, I think other than that is don't be a scared, don't be scared of, of love. Yeah. You know, um, so many people are so terrified of saying the word love. You go to BYU's practice, right? And, and you see Kalani yeah. and he has nothing but love for everyone, right? Yeah. He comes up to me like, I haven't... I could have not seen him for seven years, right? Yeah. 10 years. And he comes up, he's like, Zim, man, oh God, I love you, bro. Like, I'm so good to see you. Love you, man. And then he'll walk away and he'll be like, hey, love you. Like he uses the word love, yeah, right? Sure. And um, kids being vulnerable these days is, you know, tough for some people, but like, it's one of those things where if you want to be, if you truly want to be a good person, you got to love. And you got to love people. You get, and, and that spectrum is whole wide spectrum. But just love the people you're with. Enjoy being a high school athlete. Love the people that are around you. Love the recruiting process. Love trying to take advantage of those college coaches. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know, you, like yeah. you just gotta. You just gotta love what you're doing. You gotta love 
and if, if you're going to be a really good athlete, you got to love the game. You got to love watching film. Like I use love in so many ways yeah. and you just got to love everything that you're doing every day, all day. And then when you're down and you're depressed and you're sitting there and it's the end of the day, you just got to put a bow on top of the day and you got to turn back to love. You know, yeah. you got to be like, okay, what happened today? Let's put a bow on it. This is, this is the present. This is, this is the, the gift that happened today. You know, and I loved what happened today. It could have been, you know, a girl talk to you or a boy talk to you that you really like, you know, it could be that you did really well on an exam you could be, or, or a quiz, or it could be anything. You just got to start. You just got to love. Thanks again, guys, for listening to all the episodes. Again, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm so grateful to have been able to accomplish as much as we've accomplished in this time. And uh, as you go about sharing uh, all of that holiday cheer this year, I ask you to do me one favor and share my podcast along with all that holiday cheer. I'd really appreciate it. I love you guys. Have a fantastic end of your year. We'll catch you next year.